Hey listener, thank you for joining us today. Today's guests are Laundromat and Lawnmower, two talented sisters behind one of my personal favorite webcomics, Poor People Go to Hell. In this gripping fantasy webcomic, we follow our protagonist Agnes' pursuit of the truth as she investigates the sudden disappearance of her parents and the mysterious cult that may be behind it all. We'll learn about how their mad scientist turned writer keeps the audience on their toes with her layered approach to storytelling, how their illustrator has found incredible success developing such a unique art style, how they negotiate and sometimes fight through an ultimately robust creative process, and how they've magically unlocked TikTok as a channel to market their work. They have an amazing story to tell and we hope you enjoy the listen. We have two people on the show uh, today, Laundromat and Lawnmower. How are the two of you doing today? Hello, Hello. doing pretty well. <laughs> we are excited to have both of you. Uh, I always like interviewing duos. Uh, why don't you two tell our guests a little bit about yourselves? Hello, I'm Laundromat. I'm the writer um, of our joint webtoon series. Um, I'm 22 years old, live in the city. I well we have the same exact background because we're sisters so like <laughs> we both grew up in Atlanta in the metro Atlanta area and we both end up going to school college in like downtown Atlanta different schools but kind of like similar paths we always stayed close by um, I'm actually an engineer like during the day I work in a crazy mad scientist lab where just like absolutely nothing goes right and there's like sometimes explosions and <laughs> but we're trying to make renewable energy so it's pretty cool so that's me and then I'm Lanor I'm the artist I'm 20 I'm still in college so yeah college in Atlanta I'm not that interesting as a person <laughs> <laughs> she plays volleyball uh, on the side <laughs> I just like draws. to do art she's the comedian of the family she cooks all the food actually like That's even true. though she's the youngest she like cooks all the food it should be me for like i was like yeah <laughs> oh you two are so supportive i fight with my sister all the time so when i see two siblings get along i'm like wow <laughs> i've stumbled into something really rare so <laughs> I feel like we're, there's going to be a section of this episode that's just dedicated to fights. Don't you worry. <laughs> so how did you two start making this webcomic? We started because of my sister, the writer. She came to me when I was still in high school and she's like, we should write a TV show. <laughs> At first it was a TV show in which I was going to single-handedly animate all of it. <laughs> I was like 15. <laughs> um... We didn't have that much of a plan, but we had the name and we had like the idea. We had the main character and the setting. Yeah. Yeah. And we kept that for such a long time. And then when she found out about Webtoons. As a reader, I became a reader. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking like, oh, you know what's easier than animating? Drawing <laughs> stills, like a bunch of them in a row. And then I came to her. Eventually. Like, like, uh, I feel like in the winter time. Either 2018 or 2019. No, or 2020. I don't know. Okay. I feel like was, and I was like, I mentioned Webtoon. I was like, maybe we can make a Webtoon out of our TV show. And she, I remember we were in the car and she was just like, mm. and that was it. Okay. Like, and then fast forward pandemic. And I'm like, we have nothing to do. We have literally nothing to do. Okay. 
I'm like, we should make webtoon. She's like, no. I said no. Yeah, she said no. Um, but then we read, I read I, Tower of God. I forced her, like, force fed mm. her to read Tower of God. Like, I, mean, I think I had a quota for you, how many chapters you had to read a did. day. Because, <laughs> like, it took you a bit to get into it. But then, like, after, I don't even know how many episodes, you were hooked. And then that's when. I said, fine. And I was, I'll and draw your like, webtoon. <laughs> 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 so, so uh laundromat how did you become a writer what drew you to writing stories oh my god <laughs> i don't know i think honestly i just kind of wanted to start this because i wanted to like harness her talents of drawing like honestly she's like she's frowning right now but like that's the truth i was like okay like because she wanted to go to animation school i was like okay like we got to make some she's gonna be an animator obviously we're gonna make an anime tv show where she's gonna be the single <laughs> the only animator there and so I was like hey look you're gonna think of something cool I also think we just really love like books and tv shows and we love media we love media, we love consuming. media. and like and like talking about it so it's like I don't know it just only seemed like okay we're obviously gonna try to do it ourselves so what were some things that you both liked growing up did you have fairly different tastes or would you share a lot of the same things and draw your own kind of inspiration from them I think a lot of the same things. I think I think it's the same things because you would make me watch what you watch. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like we, it was like we had lack of access sometimes because we didn't have cable. We did not. Yeah, we there's we only had the movies that we had. Okay, <laughs> so we'd watch them like over and over, like freaking like Ella Enchanted, like over and Ella over. Enchanted. <laughs> and like we would only the books. I mean, like. They Percy were, Jackson. Yeah, like they're like Harry the, Potter. The very popular ones that of like the YA novels of like our time. But like we only had like those copies, you know. And so actually, oh my god, this is embarrassing. But we were actually homeschooled for a bit. So there wasn't even like a school library <laughs> that we could go get different books. So like it was kind of like so yeah, we yeah. consumed the same things. <laughs> and Lawnmower, when did you start drawing? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. I remember you always draw like when you're a kid, everyone does. And I just don't think I ever stopped. I thought, yeah, of course I'll keep going. This is just what I do. And so I just never stopped. I think, I think I've always tried to draw. I mean, always badly. <laughs> at some point you get good. I think I started to actually think, oh, maybe I could be good at this. In middle school, I was like 12. <laughs> and I wasn't well, good, <laughs> but I thought I was. I feel like that's not, I didn't draw as a kid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you draw as a kid? You, you stuck with the, so did you write anything before or did you start writing with Poor People Go to Hell? I did like for school assignments. I mean, everyone, okay. Is this going to be another one of those things where I'm like, oh, everyone does that. And not really. I like, I, I feel like two months ago, I found like this old like story that I wrote. You did. Mm. And I like forced her to read it. And I was like, well, like, I wrote this. She's shaking her head. It was bad. It was... <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of, I see forcing as a big uh, pattern between you two. Maybe we'll get into it a little <laughs> totally, bit totally. when it comes to working style. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought it was pretty good for like an eight-year-old. Like, <laughs> my sister begs to differ, but you know. But it's proof that you wrote when you were I, a kid. I did write things. Yeah. So how did the two of you come up with Laundromat and Lawnmower as names? It's actually a play of our last name. You can see our last name in this chat, and like I don't, <laughs> but the listeners can't. Um, but it's like this really. It starts with L. Starts with L, and it's, it's really long. Really long. Uh, <laughs> and these are actually actually nicknames. I've been called 
both of our names like by like mm-hmm. friends like in high school or like just around so and you saw lawnmower in our gmail that's another one no landworm <laughs> landworm oh what did i say you said lawnmower so poor people go to hell it's such an interesting webtoon. I have loved it. I love the way the story is told. Lawnmower, you talked about, you know, if you want to become a better artist, start a webtoon. I think your art style is incredible. So I'd love to start with the story genesis. Uh, Laundromat, how did you come up with the themes and the story itself? Because it gets pretty intense. So I'm, I'm like, you know, how did you come up with this thing? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I'm just curious what you think is intense. <laughs> Maybe the fire. Okay. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. The themes are pretty low hanging fruit for us as people because, (laughs) (laughs) well, there's like themes of like religion. And so we both grew up in a very religious environment, like a very Christian environment. So there's just like, you could kind of just look at the Bible as like a big book of lore, kind of. (laughs) Like we talk about like, like, okay, well, the word canon like comes from like the biblical canon. Like it's like, it's like, does it actually? Yeah, they're like in Catholicism, (laughs) they like, they talk about like, is it canon? When they're talking about like theological theory. So, you know, it's kind of like just a big lore. And so there's just so much to like unpack there. There's so many like crazy people, batshit stories in there <laughs> and like very interesting themes about life. And because we're both exposed to it. I mean, we were forced in a way <laughs> to learn all of that <laughs> as children. But now we know it. So, But now we know it. So it was just really easy. Like, okay, we're going to do that. And before you went to your sister, how much of it did you have planned out or written out? Well, so for the original TV show idea, which was the same name, and it's, it featured an angel protagonist. Mm. It was not planned out at all. But there was an idea of like a genre and kind of what I'm ho- was hoping to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, but then like we would just talk and I was like, yeah, maybe this, maybe this, and we came up with more. Yeah, yeah. And then the, upon the second revisit when she agreed to do the webtoon, it was still none of it. It was not. But we had like the previous thing, mm. but then we ended up changing it completely because it was going to be like a, a like well TV show. It was going to be a sitcom comedy. Think about that, but it's gonna be animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, yeah, it's very different. And Lawnmower, you were approached with, you know, basically a script. How do you go from that to starting to bring these characters and designs to life? What was that process like for you? Oh, very interesting. It was strange. We like never designed characters before. Uh, she asked me, like, let's just start doing this. And I'd never done anything close, like, no comics. We weren't into anime when we were kids, which is a big start for a lot of artists so I felt super behind so I'm like man everyone knows how to design characters and I literally don't so it was a lot of guesswork I think their first character designs like are their character designs there was no redoing there's no redoing there was like if I could make a design that was good enough <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I wish like we could like po- like have a video and like post some of them she would kill herself if that happened I wish no. they were so <laughs> so ugly <laughs> they're bad you're so bad, but yeah. they're really good to look back at. <laughs> You're so embarrassing. I like, also didn't know how to do digital art. I've been like gifted an iPad for the first time in my life. And so then we were like, we'll just do digital art. And I was like, I don't know how. So wow. the first drawings are super bad. But like Agnes has bangs and that stayed the same. <laughs> and like one of them has like red hair and that stayed the same. 
it was hard, but we did it. <laughs> yeah. So how did you develop your art style? Your art style is incredibly unique. And I really liked how it's, it's interesting to share, you know, how you came up with the characters and stuff. And you said, oh, I didn't watch a lot of anime growing up because I was like, I can't put my finger on like what kind of art style this is. So how did you go from nothing to like, okay, I need to create some characters if this is going to be a webtoon. Where do you think you drew inspiration from? Maybe Pinterest, maybe. I did always draw people. As much as I say I don't draw anime, I always drew people. I tried to be realistic with it, but that's super hard. So when I was coming up with an art style, well, we did we did get into anime we did yeah. eventually yeah. yes <laughs> eventually okay this was like but we we were like adults this is like during the pandemic yeah we'd watch yeah. like hunter hunter and i was like it <laughs> yeah it's um, actually funny that you just say that because we like constantly talk about like what does to like anyone on the street like what are they gonna look at that and be like what is that to our friends oh yeah my gonna... friends think it looks very anime and they're not into anime so i'm super embarrassed oh, about it. so it's interesting really? that you look like yeah it. <laughs> yeah but I did steal from anime after we started watching it like I think I take the lines quality that I use I took it from Haikyuu <laughs> mm. and like at one point for like three episodes I shaded their noses how they shade them in Week Hero <laughs> and then I stopped mm. I was like that's really good but then I was like no never mind <laughs> so I think the art style changes so much I don't understand how people read it and they're not like this is not consistent <laughs> <laughs> But I guess I just took a bunch of other people's ideas and it was like, I took the parts I liked. And I was like, oh, a lot of guesswork. It's so cool. It blows my mind how you all say that you haven't really done anything like this before because the polish and everything looks really good. Uh, and I, I think <laughs> a, another question I had for you all is you're updating every two weeks. Yeah. And obviously there's a lot of artists who it's just them. They need to work with something a little bit more manageable. They might do four or five panels. Both of you are putting out a substantial amount of work every two weeks. So what does that so, process look like for, for you two? Um, okay, so I'm very flattered that you think it's a lot uh, because we are constantly being like, I, we apologize in our head store readers every two weeks. We're like, this episode is too short. Um, but so it starts out kind of as a conversation between the two of us, just like the ideating. Um, from the very beginning just thinking of ideas and then it goes into some sort of written form there are like at least three physical notebooks two digital notebooks <laughs> wow. and two cloud storage locations that like any when I say storage location I mean like google drive and then we have a notion drive as well like not even like even individual files like <laughs> like it could get like scratch scratched down into <laughs> it also sometimes I use my sister as like a memory like cache like, like so keep like, it <laughs> yeah I'm like remember that oh there's also our phone our app. phone notes. notes yeah so it starts there and then at some point and it has to go it has to get no it doesn't necessarily have to get <laughs> like, into a google drive like outline but sometimes we change it like the past couple of episodes that we've written we're just kind of like okay i know what i need to do and it gets like very roughly outlined then it goes and i panel it out i i the, as part of the writing i like say like this panel's gonna have this and like this shot and i put that in like a shared notion and then that's when she takes a look at it mm -hmm. and now she'll take it away in this explanation oh. <laughs> uh and then I draw it. <laughs> no, I don't know. You make it pretty easy. You write like 
shot of foot walking. This is where the fights start. Come on. Oh, this is where the fights start. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, she sends me the completed, like she's told me everything I need to draw. And then I read it and I say, ew, I hate it. <laughs> no. I say, ew, I don't like this line. I'll go in and I'll add emojis, like a little frowny face emoji. And I'll be like, this was We have cliche. these like joke, like meme emojis that are like, <laughs> like little like frownies. <laughs> <laughs> or like little x's and i'll just say no <laughs> i won't give like this is why or this is what you should do i just say i don't like it <laughs> and then we fight again because she goes i i like it <laughs> and then we have like a whole well sometimes like i'm like okay we can change it but then i don't actually change it but she just keeps drawing anyway yeah and then like we'll work with the constraint of like it has to be that same panel I just have to change the cringe apparently dialogue <laughs> and then and then like we'll edit that like the day of like posting sometimes I'm like okay like we know like that's that's got to be changed to something we must master our English and come <laughs> up with something like 10 hours of work yeah so but then I guess also I guess like during the conversation she has to approve like everything that's going like into the broad idea it's mm -hmm. not just like week to week so mm. That's where like a lot of discussion it's a chaotic happens. Process. Yeah. yeah. And then the day of is like where usually all the work happens mm -hmm. because we're deadline driven people, apparently. <laughs> um, so get up. I usually drive over to her place. Um and, and then we just work. You yeah, until we post. So then there's like all the social media prep and then there's lettering. I do all the, the typesetting and the lettering. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's the editing and proofreading. Actually, so we upload our buffer onto Patreon, um, really without edits. Then we'll re-download it the day of that it has to go out on the real webtoon. And we will like want to rip our eyes out. Like we'll just like <laughs> sometimes the mood, so I'll get there, I'll be like, hey, let's go. The mood usually like it starts high. And then like as as soon as we read like what we already published, like it drops like precipitously, like off a cliff. The mood, <laughs> we're like, oh no, like this is horrible. We can't post like this. we cannot post. <laughs> or like we're just like, or in my head, I kind of silently think like this is the episode. Like this is the episode where they all leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then we change and things. then we fix it. Then we fix it. I we don't know. <laughs> fixing it. Um and then like oh my gosh one of our recent episodes where there was a text conversation happening between Copernicus and Agnes they we downloaded off a of Patreon we reread it and then we were like <laughs> by the time we got posted we had deleted 50 percent of the chapter wow. just panel gone panels gone <laughs> panels gone I'm like not adding anything so yeah and then what's we what's been the best part of the two of you working together you think okay so. okay i'll answer the best part i think the best part is i don't have to do all the work uh i don't have to write i don't have to panel <laughs> i don't have to letter it i don't even have to upload it i don't understand how webtoon works i don't know the file sizes i literally just draw it and it's I feel like a lot of people complain about the work and I feel really bad because they're by themselves and they're like, I can't keep up. And I'm like, I can, because I don't do all the work. <laughs> so I think that's the nicest part is just having someone be free labor for you. 
Well, that's literally <laughs> okay I'm, it's like free labor exchange Dude, the free labor that i'm getting it's like even more like she's drawing it and the, she's like my hand hurts i'm like <laughs> i'm like no my little robot like sit it's like stop like ice it like <laughs> like the writing's easy i just like sit around i'm like oh, that's a good idea mm. <laughs> and the lettering is therapeutic honestly so. okay what do you think the best part is the best part is obviously having a little human robot uh, okay. sister <laughs> to do all my work. No, I'm kidding. I think it's the creative differences working with someone else because if I publish this by myself, it would be so much worse. It'd be cringe. Yeah, that's the word that she constantly uses. <laughs> and so I've come to believe that it would be cringe <laughs> if I publish this by myself. Like, I don't know, she helps me avoid like we can avoid all of lots of pitfalls, lots of cliches, lots of things that just like we I would regret later. So there's so many things that I've published out into the world, be that Instagram post, be that Twitter post, be that just like speaking in front of people, like giving like just any time that I think about that a year later, I'm like, oh my God, that was just no. So having someone there is just Great. So now, I mean, we've been publishing this for almost two years. I don't mm -hmm. have to look back at it and go, actually, it's surprising that I don't hate it. Oh, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> it's because of her. It's because of her. There's nothing embarrassing in there, hopefully. <laughs> so you have a two-week process. Of that, how much of it is discussion and development of the story and script versus writing and putting the panels out? Like, what's your time split, would you say? The discussion happens. Sometimes it happens while I'm drawing. Yeah, it happens while you're <laughs> drawing. Well, it mostly happens like in our free time. So we'll hang out, like we'll get dinner and then we'll just talk. Mm -hmm. Or like. Or you pick me up from school. Yeah, and we'll just be driving and we'll just talk about it. We When we went on vacation, we kept joking that we had brain rot because we <laughs> went on vacation and the whole time we kept being like that's good inspiration like write that down <laughs> we like we would like look at the scenery and be like oh take a picture and we both <laughs> knew what take a take a picture meant because like <laughs> to reference picture or we'd look at people's like outfits and be like oh it's like, a good, good outfit we yeah like, <laughs> you know like just anything is just game and so so maybe 24 7 yeah, <laughs> so yeah just talking about it so it's not structured at all I feel like if it was structured, that's when the bad ideas happen, actually, <laughs> because that's that's what we did when we first started. I forced myself to write a detailed outline of the whole like first like season, quote unquote, and almost none of it is usable anymore. All of it has been scrapped because I like forced myself to sit down and finish it. Like, I mean, with her, just like write. Um, so, just thinking. I think on the way to work and I hold ideas in for a really mm -hmm. long time. Sometimes I forget to tell her about these things. <laughs> yeah, then she'll, she'll talk to me as if I know what she's talking about. <laughs> um, but I was thinking for the whole two weeks, like I'm drawing. Yeah, she's just drawing. It takes me about 30 minutes to panel the episode. Mm. Um, so you get 30 minutes to panel it and I take the rest of the time <laughs> the whole draw. time and then it takes me about three hours to typeset and letter hmm. but I honestly don't do any work like let's <laughs> like 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 she's like free labor I'm like 
dude we're adding this up it's like literally <laughs> three and a half hours every two weeks like you know just well on set on upload days yeah it's a lot of work but all I have to do is click upload file like that's not that much work <laughs> <laughs> so you put all this work in to creating an episode when you published your first episode I mean you're at 20,000 subscribers which is incredible but you know what did you have in mind what was your expectation when you put that first episode out there <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were un honestly we were underestimating and overestimating yeah like, it was part of me was like we're gonna have a million subscribers <laughs> but another part of me was like if we get a hundred I'll be satisfied you, know? you used to say that like we could quit if we got a thousand yeah she used to say that and I would look at her like no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a lot of people <laughs> yeah and then I like obviously all the ones they promote I didn't we didn't understand that like there's a whole under iceberg on you know the webtoon app mm. of comics that aren't getting promoted so the only ones you see are the tip of the iceberg and they all have like Tons. thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> so we were like okay yeah like it, yeah. this could be yeah, it's <laughs> easy <laughs> so like on the one hand overestimating for sure and underestimating as well it's kind of it's I still don't believe like 20,000 I have to like look up stadiums that fit. I do that sometimes, and I'm like, I don't get it. I like, I I just sit there. I'm like, my eyes start to twitch. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a goal of where you want to be for subscribers, or are you just like, we are, we're at twenty thousand. We're enjoying the process and the story. Let's just keep a good thing going. We say, what is it, hundred k, and we'll get tattoos. Oh yeah, oh. we'll get tattoos mm -hmm. of the comic, like a character or something. No. I was gonna get the symbol. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna get that. <laughs> so maybe a hundred k is a goal. Except yeah. I'm scared of getting tattoos, so maybe it's not a goal. Yeah, she's afraid of ink poisoning. Yeah. Is that a thing? I've never heard of ink poisoning. Ink poisoning? Yeah. It like gets in your bloodstream and. Oh wow. Happen. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Didn't didn't know about that. Well were the biggest things that you all learned in this process? I mean, it's been two years of doing this now, which is incredible. What, what are the biggest learnings for each of you? Okay, there's like <laughs> a lot, there's a lot. <laughs> a, I learned how to letter. I always, I'm on like my little soapbox about lettering and the importance of it and how <laughs> it really is the game changer. And she doesn't care. I don't she, care about lettering. She doesn't care uh, one single bit. And I'm always like, I change it a little bit. But seriously. <laughs> seriously okay I've learned how to do that I started on like photoshop and it was horrible looking and bleh. um but learn that also well I'll let you talk about the skills and then I'll talk about the sappy stuff after okay <laughs> I learned how to use layers in digital art well I guess I was just learning digital art in general but I remember the first two chapters like I literally just didn't understand layers like I did but I wasn't using them efficiently and it's so bad we had to literally redo the first five chapters, like redraw, because they were so bad. So I think I definitely learned how to work digital art. Yeah. Which is a useful life skill. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, oh, I can't even say this seriously. We learned a lot about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. Okay, okay. So like, you know, like, tell me, what did you learn? we learned that we can accomplish things and <laughs> she's rolling her eyes <laughs> you know and we can grow I think it's taught me that 
like there's always room for improvement oh that's a good one yeah and like not in like the always be hard on yourself like must always improve but like if you're starting somewhere like it really is kind of a skill most things are skills I think that's what taught me most things (laughs) are skills not Mm. talents they just you need to put in time and it's like it's really nice that uh, the weird way this is structured like we have a deadline every two and a half weeks it's not overwhelming um, but it keeps us accountable it keeps us progressing and then you know all of a sudden it's been two years and all, all this time has been put in and it almost feels like it's just like a natural part of our lives and we've improved our skill uh, like all of our things like all the different components so much um and, I mean looking back at the first episodes how they looked dialogue like just, oh my god like <laughs> it was just oh my god so I definitely take that into like a lot of different parts of my life I like used to like I don't know any part that you, I used to have like lots of anxiety about various things um you know not being you know good enough at various things and I feel like this is like no like it's not about being intrinsically good it's about putting in time and getting better because no matter who you are if you start off naturally bad at something, you will get better. And it was just a comforting thought. That's I really nice. like that philosophy. Yeah, sure, I feel yeah, like this, nice. is, <laughs> this, this has taught me that. I love that. I, that helps me as well, personally. I'm like, I can't be this bad at this thing forever, right? I got to get better <laughs> at something. So I, I definitely believe in that. You both launched a Patreon recently. You talked about it earlier. Congrats on doing that. That's a that's a big step. And <laughs> you, you have patrons that have started to come in. What was the thought behind, you know, hey, we're going to put a Patreon together? I guess the thought was maybe we can make $4 a month. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it kind of seemed like a thing like everyone, kind of, was it FOMO? Oh, everyone FOMO. else does it. We reached like a certain subscriber account. We reached we were, 10K. And then we were like, okay like what does this mean I don't know I think we had an identity crisis maybe it was an identity crisis like we're not like everybody else (laughs) like we need to um but also we realized okay we have we had a buffer we don't currently (laughs) have a buffer we had a buffer um and we're like whoa that's just like free free for us you know free extra content extra content like okay that just be simple enough to do that for people and are there things you want to try with the Patreon or are you like, we're going to start with, you can read a few episode, episodes ahead and just kind of keep focusing on telling the story and continuing the story. We talk about actual things we want to give the patrons all the mm. time. We're like, um, going to give them all these comics and all these extra drawings and we're going to take a poll and, and then like, we'll bro. draw whatever they want. <laughs> but we can't do it. <laughs> 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 we thought it would be so easy like one extra drawing a week like come on yeah we did have lots of ambitions at the beginning where she would draw a drawing for them every week and we'd publish more early chapters than they currently get mm-hmm. and there was something else there was a, there was like a bunch of drawings that like they were gonna get promise drawings <laughs> or like okay no like this is not sustainable um we do I like to write very sometimes she always like tells me to stop mm-hmm. writing very long posts on there just like about like lots of whatever we're thinking about um so you know I'd like to think they're they're reading something into the hair getting a, <laughs> getting a look into the harebrained mind um but other than that oh, we have a bunch of unpublished series on there 
That's true. to be per- to be published. That's yeah. on there. But, but I don't think we have any future goals. No future goals, I don't think. Maybe get more, a couple more. Maybe like six dollars a month. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we talk about your TikTok? I think that's what everyone has. Been. I've been dying to know more about it. How did you come up with? Yeah, we should start putting this stuff on TikTok. So this is so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> before we did the webtoon, I did have a personal TikTok that had done really well. She was already TikTok famous. Okay, no, I was. Wow, damn. I just understood. I feel like the algorithm. If that doesn't sound pretentious, <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when we first started it, there was this like, okay, how are we gonna get people to read this? And I was like, guys, I know, <laughs> I know how to work TikTok. I've done it before. I'll just do it again. She did not so know easy. how to work it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at first, it did not. <laughs> um, but I do think the main reason was subscribers. We wanted people to read it. Yeah. And we thought TikTok was definitely the easiest. Because like, way. okay, so we overestimated things, right? And then we clear we we got dumped into we only have ten subscribers under the glacier, right? And now we're here in the frozen water, and we're like, oh crap. We have to figure out how to market this ourselves. Like it's not gonna come for free. <laughs> and then so just TikTok was yeah. the answer. What would you say makes your TikTok work? Like, why do you think you've been able to get such a following on there for your webcomic? I've seen a few different webtoon webcomic TikTok accounts. Yours is one of the largest kind of audiences I've seen. So what do you think the the kind of secret is? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I would it's like to say it's niche. my personal charm. Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's because, okay, I think when you're trying to make a TikTok account and you're trying to grow it, you have to have a niche. You have to have like a thing that you talk mm-hmm. about and that's like your thing. And like, it can't obviously be too boring of a thing, but nothing too broad, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I think our niche, I picked... I picked it after making a few videos and seeing what worked. Yeah. But I trend more towards webcomic. I feel like I make a lot of videos that are like, you should make a webcomic, you know? Mm, um, those do well. Those do really well because people want I people want encouragement. Who doesn't want encouragement? Yeah. And then I make a lot of TikToks about our webtoon, but like certain aesthetics. Like if I if I make a TikTok and it has like a drawing of fire in it. Yeah. I people go crazy. Like, fire. <laughs> like a fire is like we're TikTok's doing TikTok dry, you know, just fire, make fire. fire. <laughs> um, so I think um, our niche is like, oh, like evil characters and like also usually. But then also there's like this romance between. Oh, people yeah. also, I think one of our niches is we have a romance between a priest and a normal girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. people go crazy for that. Yeah. So I just kind of stick with those three, hop back and forth. Yeah. Hopefully and- get more, but. Yeah, those really helped it grow. Oh, and the, and the first thing that made it go go off the what you <laughs> the our villains. first viral TikTok. I drew a drawing of my sister yeah. as a villain, and people went crazy. I don't know why. <laughs> That's like what got us like the first like bit of followers, and I think it got us like a hundred subscribers, and we like screamed. We went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Way to market your own comic. Yeah, I think people uh, like, thanks. I was going to say, like, I think that there, there's also a niche where it's, like, a style of video. It's, like, you or me, like, interacting with art. Like, you'll be in the camera, and then it'll, like, flip to the art, you know? That's sure, like, yeah. It's, like, a style that, it's like, personable. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, like, we've got, we've got going, we do. And not a lot of artists do, because they just stick it to, like, the screen only. 
I mean, it, it's it's super fun. So props on on getting that channel going, and uh, like you have a lot of really funny TikToks in there. So I spend a good amount of time scrolling through <laughs> yeah. and being like and, and laughing. I spend way too much time on TikTok, but I don't <laughs> think I'm too ashamed about it. Uh, so I got a few fan questions as well. Uh, are you ready to go through a few of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from Zajumps. I definitely botched that, but uh, <laughs> how did you think of the names of your characters? Okay, so. Half of them are biblically inspired for like obvious reasons. Biblically stolen. Biblically <laughs> stolen. And then Holland and Theo. Holland was a random name generator for sure. Um, <laughs> Theo was. Theo was his name is French. It's a French like, and he had to. It's just like you like generic like kind of webtoon like hot boy name. Okay. Theo. <laughs> good. Good. Copernicus was on my list of names like you know how people have like list of names in their phone app but it was like the dog section okay <laughs> it was like for future dogs but then I was like well <laughs> well <laughs> what if we flip that around and then Agnes was we spent a long time agonizing over her name because she's a main character she's a main character of course of course um so we wanted it to be unique but not too unique you know like where you know those names where people are trying to be like unique um and like it's like okay like Copernicus you know obviously <laughs> trying to be too unique in that one um so but then we didn't want it to be like too simple you know like a, a very commonplace name um so we went with an old lady name instead classic you know no one has those except <laughs> for old ladies they're not reading it they're not reading the webtoon. Well, they could be. If so, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what it went into it. The next question is from Leaves of a Water Lily. And who is your favorite character? Okay, so mine is Benji. <laughs> Benji is recently introduced. Um, and you don't know a lot about him, but oh my god, do I love him. I love drawing him. I love everything he says. I love his name. He's an INTP, I'm an INTP. I love Benji. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think mine is Copernicus. Um, not I also maybe because we have the same MBTI, but you know. What's Copernicus's MBTI and yours? ENTP. Yeah. So yeah, I really spiritually kind of, but <laughs> also like the angels as well. They're just cool. They're in the background. You know what they're doing. And last one is from Kai Yasisak. Who is the most interesting character to develop? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking there's so many that we literally so haven't many. introduced. <laughs> so we can't say them. Okay. I think <laughs> I'm, I am just like here for Copernicus getting developed. That's like, that's going to be great. Wolfgang is highly anticipated by the TikTok. Because oh we yeah. keep making mm. spoiler TikToks, but like not explaining. Um, <laughs> and so then people are like confused. That's going to be great. That's going to be a challenge, actually, right? But that's going to be Don't great. Don't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also think Holland. I yeah. like Holland's development. Yeah. And you have no one's seen. And Agnes. See? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's just wow we're like saying a bunch of we're nothing. saying all of them we're saying like oh that we're just saying a name like i don't even <laughs> the listeners why don't even listen to this podcast they're saying a name and then we're just saying oh it's gonna be so great we're not even explaining why <laughs> we're not even saying anything but just 
it's I'm, gonna be great it's gonna be great <laughs> you are selling the shit out of the the rest of your series i'm so fucking excited i want to like end this interview now and just go back and like read I'm like wait <laughs> <laughs> um before we go to our rapid fire questions what do you two have in store for your future what do you want to do with the future of this webtoon are there other stories you want to tell how do you think about that oh my god okay <laughs> well for my future i do foresee staying as a webtoon artist for my sister i guess um i would hope to have like a normal person job and draw because i could if i could do both i could do both you know and i don't have to write and i don't have to waste a lot of time uploading it for myself so I think I could potentially have a job and draw on the side and then once we finish if we finish this one yeah. <laughs> we have like four other web yeah we'd have so many and like just waiting in line mm -hmm. to be made I don't even know like realistically with the, the rate that we're making this one at how old are we gonna be once I don't know, like 60 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, we're making, we're submitting something to the call to action, and that's a feature. Yeah, that's mm. something. That's all. That's that's just like oh, that could be something. <laughs> Do you have a little bit of a teaser of what that webtoon is about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that one is very different than Poor People Go to Hell. Um, Poor People Go to Hell is like set in the real world, quote unquote. This one is not. This one is set in like a complete. Technically, you wouldn't know it's from reading a chapter, but set on a different <laughs> planet. It's about nature spirits who live on a different planet and they have their, okay, she's not liking my explanation of it, so. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's about the society of nature spirits. Society. It's a society. That's what you sound like. <laughs> and they have, oh, I just don't even know. They like fight each other. <laughs> they like beat the shit out of each other. Um, it's about a society of nature spirits on a completely different world. And they have like this rule. Well, they've been closed off to like the rest of their planet um, for like, I don't know, generations, ages, an unspecified amount of time. Um, and they have this kind of rule so that. No, I'm going to make it too long. I don't even know how to describe it. It's about nature, it's about <laughs> chaos. I can tell you the themes. And um, it's about what happens when like the, you know, someone defies like a fundamental rule like in a society. I like it. I'm excited. Are you ready to close things off with a rapid fire? Yeah, let's mm -hmm. go. Rapid fire question. First one, which fictional characters best describe your personalities? Okay. Louise Belcher. Um, and because my sister tells me that I'm like her. So that's that's how well, I'm going to say that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if I had to say another one, <laughs> um, I'd go with Eloise Bridgerton from Bridgerton because um. she's like I just she's great she's my favorite out of all of them okay and then for me I would say Kenma from Haikyuu because he's not INTP and I'm an INTP wait sorry who, who from Haikyuu Kenma oh Kenma okay uh -huh. love him and then also Nick Miller from New Girl wow one one real world one animated I love it <laughs> <laughs> uh what three web comics would you take with you on a desert island I'm taking Tower of God. We're really Tower of God fans already mentioned that. I'm taking Purple Hyacinth. I love that yeah. one. Um, and I'm taking Your Wings of Mine. That's another canvas one. It's really good. Mm. I'm taking The Reaper and the Waiting. It's so beautiful. Love it. 
I'm taking Tower of God. It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> it is really long. <laughs> and I'm taking uh, Weak Hero. Ah, okay. If you could pick any creator to hang out with or get dinner with, who would it be? Okay, for me, we are <laughs> obsessed with the anime or in the manga. We, we, we read and watched Bungo Stray Dogs. So mm. I'm totally getting dinner with the creator, Kafka Sigiri. Mm. And then I'm totally getting dinner with the lady who wrote Fullmetal Alchemist because I watched uh, it and she put so much religious symbolism in it. And mm. oh my gosh, I would just like shake her. I'd be like, tell me, why? <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> what are your thoughts? What is your favorite scene from any webtoon or comic that pops into your head? Okay. She mentioned that she read Weak Hero. I forced her to read that. No, I forced you to read that. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, I swear. I <laughs> that was me. Okay, but there's a scene from there where the main character, Gray, I don't know if you've read it. Um, I haven't read it. But he beats the shit out of this other guy with a Coke can and a belt. So much that, like, the guy fears Coke cans <laughs> for the rest of the series. This is, like, not even a comedy. Like, it's serious. He seriously feared cocaine. It's really funny. Um, <laughs> but it's so badass. It's totally my favorite. And then my scene is from Tower of God. I don't know if you want spoilers or if you've read it. You can go for it. Yeah, okay. For it. Spoil it. Spoil spoilers. <laughs> um, there's a scene, like, way late, like, 400 episodes in where he has to beat a ranker. He, like, goes to, like, And that's, a, that's important. That's, like, a really big deal. <laughs> like no one's ever done it okay and then he does it and then the final one if you could hang out with a fictional character who would it be okay we're watching spy family right now mm. so it would be the little girl Anya because we could just I just babysit her if you walk in the park. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> just read my mind. <laughs> like, and then I would hang out with Ryuk from Death Note. No. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> wow. Two, I funny. You could not pick two more opposite characters. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. One of them literally kills people. And one of them is like a sweet little child. <laughs> Listener, please check out Poor People Go to Hell. Please check out Laundromat and Lawnmower on Patreon as well. And Laundromat and Lawnmower, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. Poor People Go to Hell is incredible. Your story and your process is even more incredible. If you're out of ideas, I would definitely read a webtoon just about the two of you making webtoons. No. So that's, oh that's something to keep in mind, but really, really enjoyed having you uh, here today and learning from you. So thanks for taking the time. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any feedback or want to be featured as our next guest, please write to us at pixelsandpanelspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe, like, or give us a five-star rating. See you all next week.